Which activities are the most effective at different levels of competence in a language? So the relationship between learning activities and where we are in the language. I'm often asked, what do you do to learn a language? What do I do when I'm starting out? What do I do if I want to break through the plateau? We are all at different levels in the language and therefore, to some extent, our learning activities will vary. What is my situation? Because I can only talk about what I do. So first of all, when it comes to the sort of levels in a language, there are some recognized reference points like the Common European Framework of Reference, which has six levels of skill, you know, A1, A2, which is a beginner, B1, B2, which is intermediate, and C1, C2, which is advanced. And these can be for writing, for speaking, for reading, for listening. To some extent, it gives you an idea of what that level corresponds to, but I have a lot of trouble with that. I prefer to see our levels in a language are sort of on a continuum. When we start, we're very much influenced by our own language. We're sort of translating from our own language. Structures that we think in terms of are from our own language. And gradually, over time, we sort of get more comfortable in this other language. Uh, some people talk about interlanguage as sort of a language that we use when we're sort of in between the new language and languages that we already know. But I don't think that's particularly helpful. I think we just gradually get better. And there's sort of infinite steps on this gradient. And also, we might be better in listening or in reading or in speaking. And so to arbitrarily say, you know, I'm a B2 or I'm a B1, I'm reluctant to do that. And while I say that, it is a handy reference. So I always think in terms of getting to sort of a, a B2 level, which to me is sort of fluent to the extent that I can use the language comfortably, knowing that I'm going to make mistakes, knowing that there are going to be some things that I don't understand, but I'm communicating comfortably. To me, that's sort of, you're launched now. Whereas beginner, to me, either you are a total beginner, like zero, and I'll tell you what I do when I'm at zero, or you're still very much struggling to get a toehold in the language. That's a sort of beginner. Then you've got B2, which to me is sort of the launching point. And then somewhere in between those two is the sort of B1 genuine intermediate level. In Canada, for whatever reason, they came up with 12 levels. They call it the Canadian language benchmarks on the theory that you can tie a particular job to level five. And they try to describe in great detail what you are able to do in a particular level. And I think this is also quite unrealistic. You know, sometimes we do better than at other times. Uh, depending on what we've been exposed to, we might do better in certain types of contexts than in others. Uh, it's more or less the same idea. We go from nothing, from zero, to being launched. And if we are a non-native speaker, there will still be some jagged edges in our language skill even after we're launched. And, and we just continue to progress as long as we keep studying. So when I'm a complete beginner, and I might just demonstrate this sometime at Link, because that's what I use now. But before Link, what I would do is I would go out and buy two or three different starter books. Teach Yourself, Living Language, Colloquial, Asimil. They're all the same, in my opinion. They have a little lesson. They have a vocabulary list for the lesson. And they have some grammatical explanations that you kind of look at. And you work your way through the lesson. And if you listen to that, and then the next one and the next one, and then you go back to the first one, and you keep doing that, eventually you start to get a bit of a sense of the language. Of course, by doing three different books, I'm getting the same material from three different sources. It's what I often refer to as grazing. You're kind of covering the same material in different ways. That's a very effective way to learn. Because if we are constantly using the same book and trying to force the same material into our brains, the brain starts to lose interest. As Spitzer always says, the brain likes repetition, but the brain likes 
novelty. So you keep it fresh by changing the source, but you don't want to cover too broad a range of vocabulary at the beginning. You want it to be more or less high frequency vocabulary so that there will be enough repetition that you can kind of get somewhere. I think any learning content we have, we want to have enough of a mix of the familiar with the new so that we're not like everything is brand new and we're, we have the feeling that we're trying to learn things and no sooner have we grabbed it than it's gone, you know? And that's how we design the mini stories that there's in each lesson and the same verbs, the same words repeat five times. We need this level of repetition at the beginning. And the traditional starter books that I used to use don't have enough repetition because they take you from the train station to the doctor's office, to the hotel lobby or customs or whatever they usually do in those books. So as a beginner, I like to be in content with high frequency words, ideally with a lot of repetition, and I end up listening over and over and over again until I start to get a toehold in the language. That is the pattern. And even after having completed one of these beginner books where they promise you that you'll be at B1 or B2, that's not the case because we require so much input in the language. And to the extent that we have high frequency vocabulary, that means we're left with a lot of lower frequency vocabulary that we still don't know. And therefore we're very limited in what we can listen to and read. So it doesn't take you to B2 or B1, but it takes you maybe to an A2 level in the language if we stay with the common European framework. Now, if I'm gonna study a language that I'm at an intermediate level in, there are two possible situations. Either I'm in the midst of learning that language or it's a language that I learned before and I left it for a while and I'm going back to it. The approach is essentially the same. I wanna to go to content that is a little bit challenging, but interesting to me. Some of that, which I then vary with something like the mini stories with a lot of repetition. I am particularly fond of sentence review now at Link because now that I know more about how the brain learns languages, when we study sentence by sentence, we are focusing more on that particular sentence and we can hear the sentence again. And we're looking at words within that sentence. And then we review the words immediately after that sentence. So there's a certain level of frequency, a certain level of familiar things, and all of that helps to get those neurons firing together. And then in the uh, sentence review, we are forced to reassemble the sentence, which means drawing on our, it's not exactly our memory because we're looking at the words there, but we're having to form a sentence. The words are not, have been scrambled. We have to put them back together again in their proper order. It's a very good discipline for becoming familiar with the structure of the language and also sort of renewing our acquaintance with vocabulary that we have just met. So I find that a tremendous exercise, uh, even in the initial stages, but particularly as we progress to uh, kind of get that feel that you're getting a good sense of how the language works. I don't spend all my time doing that because I spend a lot of time just plain listening and reading, you know, more of a top down thing. But I find that that nuts and bolts, bits and pieces exercise is very effective. That's kind of at the intermediate level. But once you get past that, now you're into audiobook territory. You're into reading books. You're into extensive exposure to the language. And that's the only way you're going to take yourself from that, I have studied this language and I can do a limited number of things in the language to being really comfortable and being a smooth speaker, writer, and to be able to understand movies and so forth, you have to consume a lot of it. And that's the extensive stage. That's the reward. Every stage in the process is a reward. I love doing my sentence review, even as a beginner or as an intermediate learner, 
But then eventually when I'm able to enjoy books and movies and so forth, that's where the big payback comes.